Hello and welcome to another episode of Unconventional Ministry. I am your cordial host, Ron Stafford. So glad that you've joined us today. Coming up on today's program, we'll hear the true story of what happened to one Syrian developer and his family after fleeing to Jordan. Our guest shares how God used her trauma healing ministry to work in the heart of a disconnected teenager. On the phone with you right now is Dr. Margie McCombs. She is Director of Children and Teen Trauma and Healing with the American Bible Society. She has a vast background in education. She's traveled overseas as well. Margie joins me now by phone. Doctor, how are you today? Thank you for the time. I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be with you, Ron. Thank you so much. Let's talk about a time where you have seen God's Word really influence a young person or a child's life. I know you do a lot of work with trauma and healing psychologically and so forth. Just talk about a time where you saw the Word of God really impact someone's life. We are partnering with the uh, Bible Society of Jordan. I was privileged to do a children's trauma healing camp there uh, two years ago. Out of 60 kids that came to the camp, 59 of them were of another faith. And what was exciting about that was that in the training that I did for them, I was, we talked a lot about, I was really careful to tell them the boundaries of that and to be respectful and to never put a child in a feeling of moral injury where they're being asked to do something that would be against their faith. And, but to let them know that uh, God's word is God's word. And it can be trusted. And so it was very successful. We just had a great time. And uh, I remember one 15-year-old that came who was completely shut down. He wasn't talking. He wasn't uh, looking at anybody. He really didn't want to be there. He was there only because his parents were, his mother was desperate and sent him mm-hmm. uh, to be there. And finally, by the fourth day, because of the loving attention of uh, of his facilitator, he started telling us his story. And uh, in, in Syria, his father had been a very successful developer and land owner. And then they fled and they came to Jordan. And now his father was selling pigeons in the market and they didn't have enough food to eat. And the come down of that, what happens to the parents is that they shut down and they become emotionally unavailable to their kids. And then the abuse begins to happen and so on. But he was able to share that with us. So it's exciting that this is, you know, God's word and God's truth and God's healing is available to all regardless of their faith background. We hear a lot about Bible engagement all over the world with lots of different organizations and Bible organizations, but what we find is that people who are hurting, who who have been traumatized and who have deep wounds of the heart are exceptionally open to the healing that only comes from God and from God's word. And so we use it all the way through our children's curriculum and our teen curriculum. We ground uh, the mental health principles in the truth. And so it's hard to separate out that, but we can see the result of that in connecting kids to the God who came to not just save us from sin, but to heal our hearts. It's interesting because I was when I was looking at the materials and on your website with the American Bible Society, and I think a lot of people listening to the podcast may think this the same way. They're thinking, okay, the American Bible Society is about distribution and different things. But when I looked on your website, it says advocating for the Bible to play a role in culture. That's fascinating, Margie. Just go into that a little bit if you would. Well, it does play a role because it changes lives mm-hmm. and it creates community around uh, common values and common enemies and common uh, pain, for all for that matter. Um, when we talk about trauma, trauma has become 
almost a buzzword now, and I'm, I'm grateful for that because it's exposing people to a lot of information. Uh, we're talking about trauma-informed governments and trauma-informed churches and trauma-informed schools, and all of that is really good because it's raising people's awareness of what trauma is and how it affects our society and our culture. So when we talk about biblical trauma healing, and we're bringing the word of God and the truth of, of the scripture and the truth of the gospel into the idea of addressing trauma, then, yeah, that is truly life-changing. That is culture-changing. Yes. I taught a few number of years ago at a, a, a high school for girls, and they had some severe mental issues, whether it be from home or for different things. Talk about the curriculum and the people that you serve locally. I mean, I know you've done some work overseas, too. How you really reach a student for God that's been through so much. It's challenging, and there's a lot of different levels of trauma, and there's complex trauma. Pain is pain. And people who are suffering, and there are by the billions of people in this world, we know that this is a broken world. And so there is a lot of, of pain uh, through natural disasters, through abuse, through uh, household trauma, so many different displacement, all the Syrian and the, the refugee and the uh, internally displaced people uh, mm -hmm. all over the world. Mm -hmm. You know, there, so there's no end of the opportunity. The need is huge, the need is vast, and the need is urgent. And children grow quickly into teens, and teens grow quickly into adults. And so the behaviors that come from the damaged pain, uh, damaged heart, the damaged emotions um, that are carrying that can really, really need to be addressed at the earliest possible age that that, that it can be. And so the work that we're doing uh, that we've done all over the world is really uh, critical. I've done, well, I grew up as an international kid. I grew up in Africa and I grew up as a traumatized child because I grew up in a missionary boarding school that wow. was abusive and, and tough. And so I know something about being displaced. I know something about, about uh, trauma myself. And so the, the urge that I have to bring healing and hope to kids and teens who feel such despair and such hopelessness. Uh, the transformation that we see in just a really, a fairly short time, it's a long haul. I mean, true and deep healing is a long journey, but we can start kids on a journey by connecting them to each other and connecting them to uh, the church. And so we work through churches um, all over the world. So the curriculum is written so that it can be used effectively by uh, the layperson, not you don't need a mental health certificate. It doesn't mean that you are qualified to hang out your shingle and become a, <laughs> a counselor now. Right. But there's a lot of work that can be done in small groups of uh, children and teens and, and adults, for that matter. Is that stateside or is that overseas as well? It's overseas as well. It's here in the States, but it's in fact, it's primarily overseas. We're just getting going in the U.S., and we're getting going with a lot of different additions. We're getting going in for kids who have been incarcerated, for adults. You know, you know that our prisons and jails are really the largest mental health facilities in the U.S. and around the world. Our prisons and, and jails are filled with people who are traumatized. That's why they act out. That's why they land in uh, the legal system. And so we keep criminalizing 
mental health and it's it's really uh it's a hard thing so we're now we're learning how to access that population through chaplaincies and so on to get into to prisons and 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 jails um but overseas there's uh, a lot that we can do in places of natural disaster and places of extreme poverty and places of with former child soldiers in uganda and drc of course in the middle east we're doing a lot of work in camps so we work with the Bible Society, since they are sister organizations, to the American Bible Society. So Bible Society Jordan, Bible Society Iraq, Bible Society uh, Lebanon, Bible Society Syria, uh, and so on. So we, we have good partnerships there. And so what I have done in, in my experience is just gone into, for instance, I'll go into Beirut, and then people will come from Syria and Iraq. And so I'm doing like three countries at a time, wow. a regional training. And then what we do as part of the training is that I will train, let's say I train 20 facilitators. And with that, we try to keep our ratios really carefully from children to adults. And so we can serve then 60 to 70 kids and so we'll do a five-day camp and so then we will have kids that come in and they come in from refugee populations idp populations local populations uh these are kids from the streets they're from the camps and so on that uh, come for five days and so the people that i have just trained they're talking to the kids of course of their own culture and their own language it's a beautiful thing to, to watch and to see what happens that's fantastic. Has there ever been sort of a, I was going to say a problem student or problem teenager, that you know God's Word is written for them, but they have such a hard heart because of whatever has happened in their family? It just takes a little bit more time. Can you share a story or that one of your facilitators shared with you about that, of, of how that God really broke through and so it permeated their heart and mind? I have actually watched that happen. It's such a privilege to have a front seat to that. Healing journey is a long one. Yes. This is why we train local people to be in local relationships with their own kids, with the kids in their community, so that you know if they go through a, a teen retreat is, is generally about three to four days, a, a kid's camp is five days. So that's just the beginning. That's just a glimmer of the way that, that healing can be galvanized through the Word of God and through the, the truth and relationships. Because we know that the plasticity of the brain, we do a lot of work on the brain and how that responds to trauma, and we know that the plasticity of the brain is such that it can be healed in the context of safe relationships. Hmm. So when you add that to a matrix of faith, belief in God and the comfort of the presence of the Spirit, uh, it is, it's powerful. And we can see that that happens. And uh, I have watched kids in, in the teen curriculum for our forgiveness lesson, which is at the very end, because forgiveness is the hardest one. Um, I've watched them walk. We, we create a, a, a labyrinth and we watch them walk the labyrinth as they are thinking about how they're going to forgive the their abusers or forgive the army that came and molested their mother, raped their mother in front of them and so on. How are they going to forgive that? How are they going to let go of that? And to watch them just break under the power of the Spirit and watch tears running down their faces and their facilitators that we've trained, embracing them in such huge loving arms. So for many kids, it's the first time they have been heard. Largely, children don't have a voice in abusive situations and in uh, trauma. They are finding a place that they can land. And uh, it's the arms of Jesus in the form of these facilitators that we train. 
That's fantastic. You mentioned that this is more or less growing stateside as well. Are you looking to bring on facilitators to your team or there those that maybe listen to this podcast that could be a part of what you're doing? Well, what I would suggest that they do is go to Trauma Healing Institute. Uh, dot org on on the uh, internet just google trauma healing institute it'll come right up okay and with that there is a a menu button that you can push that says events and that will list a lot of the training events that are happening in the states and all over the world that they can join there's initial training there's a whole certification program that we have but they would just start at what we call an initial training excellent doctor would you mind closing our time today with a word of prayer to our lord and savior would you mind doing that for us please I would love that. Father God, we are so grateful to be the children of such a faithful father, to a father that loves us and knows us and calls us to himself and calls us to his heart so that we can find the healing that we need. We pray right now for the millions and millions of children and teens and adults who are living in ongoing trauma, who are carrying the pain that is so deep and so intense for them that they are acting out because of it and they are being punished for that in a further cycle of self-degradation, self-harm. And so we just pray for that, Lord, because you are the only one. Who do we have in heaven but you? And you are the one who is faithful. You are the healer and you see and you hear them. And we thank you for that. We praise you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, Dr. Uh, Margie McCombs, Director of Children and Teen Trauma and Healing with the American Bible Society. I learned a lot, uh, Margie. Thank you so much for the time. It was fantastic. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford. Thanking you, as always, for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, you truly can make today a fantastic day. And tomorrow, even better. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. SAT7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we are able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. SAT7 allows the church in those regions of the world to make their claim to a biblical Christianity in a culturally relevant, appropriate, and positive way. In order for SAT7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org unconventional. Again, that's sat7usa.org unconventional. Or call us at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.